Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you to be here today. You're in the Breakfast with Champions. This is my second segment of being in here, and this is your place for inspiration, for education, because we all need a little bit of that. 
and for motivation because from time to time you need a big brother or a big sister or someone who just loves on you to give you a nice swift kick in the rear because we're not going to always want to do things. And so I feel like that's my beautiful gift in this world is to kick you in the rear with a little bit of love because if you're not going to do it, <laughs> I can be like, hey, why in the world are you sitting around having the same kind of life that you've had for the last 10 months? or for the last three weeks, or for the last 10 years. We've all seen it. We've all been in those places where we've been in a, a work society or a work culture. And you see somebody who's 48 years old, who's been there for 30 years, and they're not happy. And you, you're either getting served by them, or you're working with them, or you're a, a patient, or you're just walking in there for the first time, and you're like, why is this person just not like their life? And what's really cool is a lot of these people that you'll see on stage, these wonderful people, Glenn, Alexander, and Larissa, and Ify, like when they meet those kind of people, they're going to be like, they're going to give them love. You know, a lot of times we don't have a whole lot of patience for, for being uns or having bad service somewhere or for not having a good customer experience. But people like these wonderful people that I'm sitting next to on stage will give them love. And it'll have, help them remind themselves. And that's what we're doing here too for you guys here, for those of you that are listening every day, trying to better yourself. It's like, look, you may not be where you want to be, but that's okay. We're going to love you anyways. And you're going to be able to see with grace where you can go instead of with judgment by yourself or somebody who's being angry at yourself. But we all need that. And that's what I like to talk about. I, I feel like I'm the big brother of the world. I feel like when I look at the world, I see people that are slaves to their own lives. And slaves is my only acronym that I use. And it's that you feel stuck. You feel unloved. You feel like you don't have enough love or you're not able to receive love in the right way. You're, you're giving all the time. You feel attacked. You feel like the world is coming at you in different ways. You feel like you're a victim and you're good at playing the victim. You've built a castle on being a victim. And one thing that I always like to tell people, and if you're listening right now, you guys have so many skills that you have not given yourself credit for, they're incredibly negative, but they're powerful because that's how you received love as you were a kid, or that's how you received attention, or that's how you received your out of boys or out of girls, was through these negative castles that we built. I look at my mom, who is just a, a wonderful woman, and happy Mother's Day to all you, all you wonderful women out there that were mothers, but I, I looked at her and the reason why she got received love and the castle that she built, because she was sassy. And because she, you know, that was the one time when her parents looked at her and like, oh, you're feeling sassy today. And they gave her attention because of that. So what did she do more of? There's nothing wrong with it, but it's, it's a gift that she now has. It's a skill. It's a castle that she has built one brick at a time. But these bricks that we've been laying haphazardly and some up straight up, some to the side, some we forgot to put the cement in the holes, have been negative bricks that have built these castles that you're so good at walling yourself in. So sometimes when we're looking at these this life that we've built, these castles that we already have, these sand castles, and I want you to take them down. I want you to like literally Godzilla stomp them as you were like a seven-year-old kid on the beach. Because you're looking at them, you're like, this aren't gonna serve me anymore. It's not gonna work. You can't be a victim. As good as you are as playing the victim, as blaming things on somebody else, or as I put it out in a tweet the other day, if you're giving somebody else the power to heal you, you're saying, oh, this person healed me, you're still the victim because you're not taking the power for yourself. You're not taking the credit yourself. Nobody in the world has the power to heal you. They have the power to show you and to guide you. And we are, yes, we are healers. There are some people that are, that are healers, but they are not healing you. They're helping you understand and receive a gift of love and energy that already lives within yourself. So please, stop being a victim. Stop, stop building these 
castles and stop building these negative traits that have helped you get to the place. And if anything, I want you to show gratitude for the ones that you have. And that's what I told, that's what I've told my friends. And that's what I've told uh, a recent relationship. I, I used to tell her, I said, you know, you realize how good you are at this. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was just like, you are so talented at pushing people away. And I actually want to give yourself, I want you to give yourself some credit for it. Cause it's good. It's like, it's like your, your O2 curveball. And when I'm looking at it, I'm just like, that's a good pitch. That's a great pitch. Now, I don't want you to do it to me anymore. I'd love it if you'd stop, but you're really good at it. And, and I think when you look at it from a, a positive standpoint of like, okay, this is what I've done. I think it'll kind of take the power away and it'll give you a chance to walk away from it. And that's something I want you guys to be able to do as well. And the E in slave took me a minute to get here is you don't feel like you're enough and you're not good at, at stepping into your power. And the first step that I give to my clients and you guys are all more than welcome to DM me if you'd like to. But the, the first step that I give my clients is to start using your first and last name. Think about the people that you meet in this world. Tony Robbins, Glenn Lundy, Ify Thomas. When you meet these people, they're like, hey, nice to meet you, Jeremy Bright. And I've really started using that. I am Jeremy Bright. Because I realized that I want to speak the full power of my given name by my mother, by my father. I want to be powerful in this world. I do not want to be a second. I don't want to just get by. I, my dad's funeral service um, for the year uh, it happened a year ago. It happened on May 4th when he finally passed away after 20 years. And his original funeral service, they shut down an entire highway. An entire highway for like 30 miles. And we were in a concession, what it's called, a concession, a procession line or something like that. I don't remember what it's called. And there was just cop cars lined. And there was people standing on the side of the, on the road saluting as we passed the limo. And it's enough to make just, I cried so much that day. I don't think, I, I think I ran out of tears for the year, a year ago. And, but like when I went to the year in review this year and, or troopers from the state of Oregon, and then there was firefighters on the other wall. And when I looked at that, I was like, there's people here that have a legacy. They've built a legacy. And, and my dad's being honored partly, yes, because he passed away in the line of duty, but also because he was pure and loved. And I looked around the room and I looked around the room at him and I looked at, around the room at my grandma's funeral too. I was like, there is like 70 people here at my grandma's funeral. Why? And how many people are going to be at mine? How many people are going to be at yours? How are you wasting your time today when you could be impacting someone else's life or impacting your own and making yourself proud and being out there and making connections? I just, when I, when I really look at life and I, when I have these moments of reflection, which happen all the time, but even more so, obviously, at like a funeral or like a memorial service, I'm like, you know, people loved these people, but we have an opportunity today to be in front of thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And the abundance of our life is completely unstoppable. And the bricks that we can lay is, is I mean, you can't even fathom it. You can have one post go tomorrow and reach 750,000 people just because it touched their lives. And, and I really thought a lot about that. It's like, you are enough. You are enough to have that power in your life. You are enough to be that that's strong and beautiful and all these people that you quote unquote look up to. I, I used to do a podcast and I still do. It's now called the Jeremy Bright podcast. But when I first started out, it used to be called the always loading podcast. In the very beginning, I would say your favorite athletes. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five 
five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Entrepreneurs, artists, uh, doctors, whatever that, that you look up to, at one point in the same life that you had. And if anything, the big majority of the time, it was worse. It was worse. They were sick or they had near-death experience or they had parents who abused them or whatever. It, it was awful, really, when you look back at their, their lives. And when I looked at that, I was like, we have no excuse. And if anything, the easier that we had it, the harder that we have it getting ourselves motivated and getting out of the same life that we've always had because you, know, you have a phone or you have Netflix or you have something. There's like an old saying, I think, from like the Roman Empire where it's like, give them entertainment and give them bread and they won't revolt. What's your entertainment? What's your bread? What's the, again, what's the skills that you're building? What are the little mini castles that you're building in your body? If you're not working out a little bit, maybe you're building little castles, little sand, little sand pits are showing up on your stomach or on your legs that you don't want to have there anymore. What are you building right now without trying? Because you're going to build something regardless. You're going to build castles. You're going to build skills. You're going to build talents. You're, what you are right now is a culmination of your last well, about six months of work. Whether it was positive or negative, you're building something. Whether you're speaking to yourself or not, you're speaking. Your brain is always asking you questions. Make sure you're asking yourself the right questions. Make sure you're talking to yourself in a powerful way. So one thing I want, I want to say today is like, how can we go back? How can we start to build from scratch? If you're, if you're really starting over, you want to scrap, you want to take out the sand castles, you want to take out these mini castles that you built, and you want to go back to scratch, can we go back to a micro level? Because the one thing I feel like that keeps us stuck, stuck in today's age is we're like, oh, I'm, I'm 35. I'm supposed to be smart. I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be a parent. I'm supposed to be this because of my age. And I, and I have two things to say about that. Number one, if you'd never met anyone in the world as of right now, that was 35 years old, you were the very first one that reached that age. You would have no idea how old to act at all. And I think I say that all the time to people that are like, oh, I'm 51. Okay. That's great. If you were 51 and you were the first 51 year old, and you didn't know that your parents died at 61 and 62 or something like that. Like you would not know how old you were going to be until you died. You would just be the first 51 year old. You would have no clue. And if you had a great grandparent that was 85 and still trying to run triathlons and had a six pack, you wouldn't feel too much about 51, would you? No, you wouldn't. So number one, age doesn't mean anything. It, it, it means absolutely nothing to me. I'm 31. I'm, I'm technically supposed to be old in basketball and I'm absolutely kicking people's rear ends on the court. Like, and people think I'm 25 because of the way that I play. Cause I don't care. He, he ain't Does, lying. I watch it. I watch it. He, he ain't lying at all. He's a beast man. on the court. <laughs> my man. By the way, we're three and three on this new team. We're for dang sure going to the playoffs, by the way. That's, That's happening. What's up. We talked about that. We a lot. did talk about we that. About That's that. right. That's right. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> but it's like the other thing is, if, oh, I'm 35, so I'm not supposed to be doing baby steps. BS says who? I, you know what? Something I do, and I, I want you, I want to challenge you guys to this, and I challenge my clients to this, and I'm really excited because I pulled up her her Google Doc sheet that we work on together. And the one thing that I'm having her work on is if your if the if the your, the good parts of your life that you want to have, like a business, uh, Instagram. You know, if you're working on things, you want to be able to market yourself a little better. You want to be able to stand up for yourself better. If you have things that you want to do in your life, communication is a very basic, basic skill that you need to work on. And one of the things that I used to do is I used to do, I, I used to look up words that start with the letter A. And I wrote down 
all the words that I didn't use on a regular basis. And after I wrote those down, I started using them in my day-to-day, day-to-day sentencing. Like I would, I would try to use aftershock during the day or, uh, I don't know. I think I can't think of another or ability or whatever. I, w- I would try to use them throughout my conversations to see how good I could, I could flow instead of using, I am this, or I did this today. And then I did this and cool. I was like, when is the last time you expanded your English vocabulary? And so I haven't, she's writing new words, one to a hundred. And right now she's wrote clout, confidence, appreciation, gratitude, intoxicating, mesmerizing, wondrous. I was like, Ooh, that's a fun one. Expansive fantasy, esoteric, which is the one that I like to use a lot too. She's wrote down 13 new words that she's been working on this week. She's 25 years old. It's like, like it's okay to go to the micro level and work on things that seem elementary because well, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. And who cares? I was sitting on a plane one time, literally with the source, the, the thesaurus in my hand. And someone was sitting next to me. I was like, oh, you're reading. Like, what book are you reading? So actually a pretty cute girl. And I laughed because I was like, well, this would be an interesting conversation. And I looked at her and I was like, uh, well, and I just turned it over. And she's like, oh, uh, why, do you, why do you have the thesaurus? And then I showed her my journal, which had 70 plus words in every single letter written down and i think i was up to j at the time and i said because i want to be a better speaker i was 27 years old when i started that project and i even started a book called double letters where i would try to use the like i said like a like a was always analyzing and i would use a as much as i could in that chapter just to challenge myself so it's like when is the last time you challenge yourself on a micro level in basketball, I make myself catch the ball a hundred times right now as I've been trying to, I was trying to fix my shot. It is fixed, but I was trying to fix my shot that I, I absolutely was terrible for like two months. And so I passed the ball to my right. I'm standing in a gym with 200 other colleagues at Oregon State University that are training. There's people there. They know who I am. And I'm a professional athlete, literally throwing the ball off the wall, catching myself, getting to a set shot, and then throwing it back, catching the ball, getting to a set shot. I'm doing the most basic drill for like 45 minutes. I'm okay with going back to the basics to fix these new castles so I can start to build a foundation because if I don't have the foundation of communication, if I don't have the foundation of getting to the same set point every time, I'm going to fail in front of 2000 people. And right now I'm succeeding in front of 2000 people. I feel comfortable talking in front of you guys because I'm built the foundation to where when Dora Maria texts me, And I get the text message two hours ago and she goes, Hey, there's an opening slot. Can you take over? It's like, yeah, absolutely. No hesitation, no fear, no nothing. Because I know that I can speak. I told her, I was like, I can speak for 30 minutes at any moment. Ask any one of my friends. They'll tell you because I care about people, but, but I think about these things all the time. I have a base level that is a foundation that I could build any freaking castle on and make it look beautiful. And then invite my friends and be like, Hey, come into my castle. And I'm really glad someone talked about that because this is the last thing I want to talk about. And then I want to open up to some shares and maybe even some questions because I love being a coach. I love being a mentor. But the one thing I want to talk about is relationships. And people have talked about that before. Speaking of the basics of relationship, the one understanding I feel like everyone needs to have in their life is when you come into people's lives and you want to make a new connection. And I'm glad Nate was talking about this. And I'm getting even Larissa talked about this briefly in her meditation is that person has a number one, a number two, a number three, a number four, to number 15 priority of people in their life before they met you. And even if you really like this person or you really want to make a connection with this person, 
you have to be patient to go up that ladder. I talk about this relationships with clients that I have. I talk about this with connections, what they're trying to do in their business. Be patient. The amount of touches, the amount of times that people need to see you and trust you and believe that your brand is actually who you say you are is in this day and age, probably around 15 to 20 times or conversations or just allowing the convert, the connection to build slowly. And if you really think about it, you, when it comes to relationships, I'm only going to talk about this briefly, but like if you meet someone and you really like them, I guarantee you they have someone else that they, if they called right now, and you, you probably have everyone in this room probably has one person in their life right now who's not married, hopefully, um, that has one person. If they called, they'd stop what they're doing. They'd leave this room and be like, I'll take it. And I'll, I'll take that person back. Or I'll give them a chance. Everyone's heart is in somebody else's place, usually is in someone else's place, or there's, but there's a priority level too. Whereas like if, I'm, if you're making a connection with me or you're making a connection with Glenn and you've only known me for a few weeks and I've known these other people and I've been connected with them forever, like it's going to take some time for me to trust you and get to know you. And I wrote, a, I wrote an ebook. It's called Connection for the Disconnected because I was an introvert. So it took me a while to understand this, not only on an emotional and a feel level, but on an intellectual level. Where it's like there's, there's tier fours in your life. There's big fish that you want to be able to connect with. And there's people that you want to step into this new arena with. And it's going to take time. But it's also going to take like having something to offer them, having your own opinions, having your own like everything, having your ability to have just fun communication. Do you have that? Do you have that baseline? Do you have that base level in the sand where you can knock out the other stuff, like go through the therapy that you need, go through the communication, have the ability to be vulnerable in your life, no matter how old you are, be vulnerable. And, and even if you're a leader, being vulnerable and getting that healing that you need so that you can find that new base level to you, that you can build on. Because regardless of what you think, you're building right now. It's just what kind of castle do you already have? And I think I'm going to stop there at the 22 minute mark. I'm very thankful to be here. It's so much fun. Glenn, thank you so much for including me in this wonderful family. Uh, it's been an absolute gift. And Dora Maria, thank you for trusting me to have a ton of fun and to, uh, to speak up um, every, every once in a while. I know I'll be back here in about five days as well. So I'd love to uh, go for some flashes to see if anyone has any questions or if anyone would like to share. I'm kind of scrolling right now, looking for flashes of mics. The last eight minutes. Where are we at? If anyone's flashing, you can go ahead. I can't see right now. I see Iffy. I see Iffy. There she is. <laughs> Iffy. Hi, girl. Good morning. Hey, hey, good morning. Oh, my gosh. So much greatness from you. You know, I'm a fan, um, Jeremy. I'm, I'm a real fan. And I would say I've got a question for you that might serve some of the people in the audience. Um, what If you're an introvert and, and you're a self-proclaimed introvert, and I know that you said that you you were what one step or anything that you could share that somebody could do today because it's mental health awareness week what what you've done that you've experienced that you could maybe pass on to anyone who's thinking well i'm an introvert i'm not somebody who does that what would you say thank you jeremy you're very welcome there's a quote that i sent to my client that i'm going to read right now and it says every time we have something that we desire to remain hidden is usually the biggest chance for everyone to see us and I told her that and I was like, I need to write that down because I realized that when you have a few people in your life, like yourself, or like for me, it was one of my friends, um, his name was Kagan Richardson. And I remember he was the first person that I opened up to about, um, like when I was going through like pornography and I was really trying to work my way away from it. 
And I think what I realized is that people feel shy or they feel introverted because they're, they're single dimensional. Like they, like for me, when someone says, Oh, I'm shy. It's like, really, if I start talking to you about Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and which is something I did as a kid, I was a little bit of a nerd and all of a sudden you light up and you can just share for hours on end. Well, you're not actually shy. You're not actually an introvert. You're just single dimensional. You don't have a whole lot of experience in other areas or you just don't care. You're not someone who lives that cultural life. You don't hook up, you don't go to parties, you don't smoke, you don't drink. And you're in high school, you're in college, or even outside of outside of that, like the high school college life kind of continues. There's clicks, there's things you need to work on building if you want to work your way into that, or you find your own crowd. And so it's a it's a multitude of things. The first thing I'll say is the ability to be vulnerable. And the the sentence that I said personally when I was talking to my friend that I that I met made for the first time was like to make that connection deeper was, hey, man, like, this is hard for me to say, but like, what do you think about this? And that sentence alone has freed up so much of my life that I was ashamed about. And even when I was like, when I played Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and like was a nerd and I was ashamed about that because I was an athlete, I wasn't supposed to be. I wasn't friends with any of my athletes because they could feel that I rejected myself. I was shy and introverted because I was intro, like I rejected who I was. And so once I, once I came to terms with that and I loved it, I remember the first time I was talking to one of my friends, I was like, well, they're like, what'd you do this week? And I was like, well, I mean, it's going to sound kind of nerdy, but I did this. I prefaced my audience. Basically. I, I learned how to get, be like, I'm not going to just throw this on you and I'm going to hedge it a little bit in my own self, but this is what I did. Or it's hard. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say, but you know, it's kind of what I did and I love it. And I think that's the other gift I'll give to people today is after you say something that is a little difficult for you to learn how to accept within yourself, learn how to say, and I love that afterwards, because there it's like the eight mile, the Eminem eight mile version. It's like, tell me something that you don't know about me. And if anyone's ever been in my rooms that I used to run, like people know dang near everything about my life. And it's, it's not like every once in a while, something's just going to show up and be like, Oh my gosh, did you hear that Jeremy was like this? Yeah, we all did. And so I think it's that ability to be vulnerable and to know that like nothing that you've ever been through is a shock to the world. Nothing that you've ever done, none of the decisions you've ever made is a shock to anybody. And if anything, there's a me too, and there's a group and a people, and there's somebody else that's like, it's hoping and praying that somebody else has gone through that or that appreciates that or can see that. Because I know human beings, when they feel introverted, they feel shy, they're just, they're just not seen. They haven't been cared for. They haven't been loved. Like I said, they've, they've received love and they've built these castles and they've built these skills upon negative traits or upon fake traits. Like I tried to be fake cool for so long. I tried to be fake perfect for so long in sports and blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of how I was taught. I was taught like, you know, your feelings don't matter. You know, you don't need to say that. Like, you know, I didn't go get therapy when my dad got hurt. I didn't tell anybody about that. And then when somebody would come up to me, my chance to connect with somebody and they'd be like, hey, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. I'm so sorry to hear about, you know, things have happened to your family. I, I was taught to be like, oh, no, it's totally fine. Everything's fine. You know, it happens for a reason. You know, good things happen to bad, you know, good, bad things happen to good people from time to time to help. I, I was a robot instead of that ability, which took me 18 years to say when someone was like, hey, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, you know what? It sucked. I was like, it was really tough. He was one of my best friends. And allows them to be like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm here to give you all the love that you need. I'm like, you know, thank you. I was like, I'm actually doing okay. But, you know, I really appreciate it. I received that love. And I received that. I'm not blocking someone out of my life. I'm not blocking them out of a gift of giving to me. And it's like, I, I can't tell, say that I'm introverted and I'm alone and I'm shy. But when people come up to me, I block them out. So I think that's what I would say. If those are the three things is 
And it took me a while to find a couple things that I wanted to leave for the audience. But it's like, number one, be good at saying like, this is difficult for me to say, but this. Number two, and I love that at the end of things that, that are hard for you to say, or I think I, and I appreciate that or something like that, where you're like, I did this, but this is what I appreciate. And the last thing is what I was just talking about. The ability to, to say something along the lines of, um, yeah, you know what? Like it did suck. But, and then when someone gives you love in the world, because a lot of times when people that are shy or introverted, they don't know how to receive love or even people that are just givers, they give all the time. They don't know how to receive love. And they're like, oh, I'm alone. It's like, no, you're not. Like, you just don't know how when somebody calls and reaches out to you, like, hey, I was just thinking about you. You'll be like, oh, no, I'm fine. Hello. That was your chance to feel not alone. Stop pushing people away. Stop being so talented and building these castles. Like I said to my last relationship, stop being so good at pushing people away. Because eventually, it's going to work. You're really good at it. And so I think that's the last thing I'll say. Be good at learning how to say, like, and I receive that. Thank you for the love. Even if you don't feel like you need it right then, we're not all, we're not all superhuman. We're not all, we're, this, is, this isn't like a, a race to see how freaking strong we can all be. We're, we're in this together. We have the coolest opportunity to be connected with one another forever, for as long as that we're going to be here. And for those of you who believe, I'll, I'll see some of you in the afterlife. And it's going to be amazing. We're going we're gonna to have a great time. I'm going to race you, Glenn Lundy. I'm going to kick your butt. It's going to be great. But like, it's, it's just the, we have this ability and we block it out. And I think it's one of my favorite things to teach. And that's why it's going to be one of my first books that I ever do is the, the giver's guide on receiving love. Because I know that even the biggest givers in the world, they have to have the ability to receive because there's millions of people pouring into them. And if they didn't have that ability, they wouldn't be there in the first place. If you thank you so much for that question. Now we have time, we have time for another one real quick share or thought or a, a question right before we finish off. So I'll see if there's anyone else. And if not, that is totally okay, because that was a wonderful place to stop. I just want to say thank you so much for being here in the Breakfast of Champions with us and for from 5 a.m. on the East Coast, but that's 2 a.m. for me on the West Coast. I'm up at 3.30 with y'all, having a ton of fun, bringing the energy as much as I can, and I'm just so thankful to be here. So if, for the 212 people that are here in the room, if you could press the share button before I pass this along, I would be grateful because there are some wonderful people that need to know this room exists because there are people out there that don't even know that the Breakfast Champions is here. And when we build as a group and we can grow, it really gives everyone else a chance. So thank you everyone for sharing out the room before I pass along the mic. And thank you so much. And I believe, if I remember right, I'm passing the mic to my old buddy, Alexander. Hey, That's yo, correct. it's been a long time. So good to see you again, my friend. I and know, I bud, how are you doing? You the mic. Thank you, brother. How are you doing this morning? It was great hearing you. Oh my gosh, dude, I'm so Hey, Jer Jeremy, can I just say something before you uh, leave, please the room, because I really want to say that. Uh, good morning, Jeremy. This is Samira from Paris. And I just wanted to thank you. Thank you, because not only if he asked the question that I wanted to ask, so that's the greatness about this room, but to help me understand how my uh, introvert son, who is exactly almost your age, like, is what he's going through after his father's death and what's going on. So I'm rather really kind of understanding how I can really deal with that. So I didn't, I don't think I would thank you enough for bringing this this morning. So I just wanted to say this to you and thank you so much for being the person you are. That really made my heart kind of whew, a relief to see that things are going to be better. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Oh my gosh, Samira, thank you so much for the love. Happy Mother's Day to you yesterday. 
and I've, I've followed you. And if you'd like to reach out, I'd be more than happy to do a call with you and we can talk about your son and, and talk about some things that, uh, we can go in a little bit deeper of a dive to, to help him out or help you out and maybe help him out in the long run. That'd be wonderful. Thank you so much for the love though. I received that incredibly. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.